drivers start your engine this is the damn racing podcast What's up, everybody? This is Michael Brooks coming to you on the Damn Racing Podcast. How is everybody doing today? I got to tell you, Texas was on fire. That was probably, in my opinion, probably has to be the best race of 2008 year. Uh, I'd been waiting for a race to actually pan out where I actually got to see some good action, you know, uh, yes, I know maybe, uh, you know, I lean to the side where I get to see some people fighting and stuff like that, you know, wrecks and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, Texas was very important when it came to tires. Uh, there was, uh, right front blown out tires left and right. It was just insane. And it totally changed up the field. I mean, first wreck, uh, started off at lap three with Alex Bowman blowing a tire and then it didn't get any better from there for many of people. We got Truex that got knocked out, uh, you know, uh, four four laps left into the first stage. Uh, Truex blows. It hits really hard right into the uh, wall, uh, which took him out of the race. And then, we, of course, we had a uh, Kyle Larson blew out a tire. And uh, with 42 laps left into stage two, uh, and then... Uh, you know, then there was a big uh, wreck that involved uh, uh, Brad Kozlowski, Denny Hamlin, uh, Eric Almarola, Jimmy Johnson. Um, who else was in that? Uh, Austin Dillon was involved, and I believe Trevor Bain, uh, all involved in that. Uh, which, you know, I think insightfully, it started when uh, Kyle Busch was trying, when it was between Kyle Busch and Eric Jones going up there, and then Kyle Busch tried to go in behind, and then something happened, and he lost uh, positioning, and then I think it just spotted out a chain of reaction. But other than that, it was a heck of a race. Uh, It was very interesting to see what was going to go down when you had a lot of those big players get knocked out of the race, uh, you know, before the final stages coming in. Uh, But, uh, True, true, good race in my opinion. Uh, I, I tell you what, uh, given uh, I predicted that you know Kyle Busch would probably come out with that victory, and of course that was based off uh, the history performance at Texas Motor Speedway and the way he had been performing recently. But I'm telling you, Kevin Harvick really impressed me. He had multiple issues with uh, you know tire issues, and then he had a blowout, and then he—I mean, dude—he just had so much adversity he had to overcome, and still was manageable, capable of actually getting in there and coming in second place. And in fact, I do believe uh, you know Kevin Harvick probably would have passed Kyle Busch on the final final few laps. If, uh, you know, he wouldn't have got slowed down uh, by one of the uh, lap traffic. Uh, Kyle got around and then that other guy sort of slowed uh, and didn't let, it basically didn't let Kevin Harvick do his little, uh, you know, where he was getting to ride the line and stuff that he'd been catching so much uh, traction on Kyle. And, and it just sort of cost Harvick that lap traffic did. But other than that, I mean... Yes, I'm sure uh, Kevin Harvick right now uh, is not very happy with his pit crew. Obviously, after the race, you know, they interviewed him, and he was talking about a pathetic 
uh, day or uh, a pathetic last two days for his pit crew. So yes, uh, Harvick was not very happy with that, uh, which I do believe more than likely uh, by the way that car was running. Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch drove excellent, but God's honest truth, I do believe Harvick's car was a little bit more powerful than uh, Kyle Busch's. But, you know, at the end of the day, it only matters who gets the victory. But with that, I got to say, Kyle Busch ran a great race. He stayed very consistent the entire race. There wasn't really much time. That was, I do believe what determined the winning factor was the fact that Kyle Busch was so consistent of where he was at at all times. Uh, and when you drive that consistently in a race, when you've got so many people wrecking, so many people uh, blowing tires and stuff like that, that is definitely going to put you on pace to to come out with a, you know with a victory. Um, of course, uh, I'd like to run down, do a little bit of talk about you know you know who was who was rocking and who was not and stuff like that. You know, we had um, you know. Of course, like I said, Kyle Busch finishing first, winning that, uh, winning that Texas Motor Speedway trophy. Kevin Harvick coming in second. Kyle Busch won uh, stage two and, of course, the final stage. Kevin Harvick came in with uh, stage one victory. But uh, another another impressive driver uh, that I thought was yesterday in Texas was Jamie McMurray. Jamie McMurray really showed up, and I got to give props to him. Uh so uh, then another one, another big player uh, was Eric Jones. Eric Jones looked really nice out there, uh, especially when he was going up there facing, you know, the big guys like uh, Kyle Busch. When he was up there, it was Eric versus Kyle, and Eric uh, blowed away and uh, won that restart. And, of course, anybody who knows anything about racing knows that Kyle Busch is one heck of a, a restart guy. So that's pretty good right there. Of course, Team Pitsky doesn't pretty good showing up in fifth and sixth Blaney in fifth and then Joey Logano in sixth as in Brad Keselowski he was one of those cars that was actually involved in that big uh like seven car crash um that actually you know Brad was driving pretty good he was in the top 10 most of the day but then when he you know it caused him to get knocked out of that race and of course he ends up finishing 33rd um of course Stuart Hall's they looked great of course again with, of course, Kevin Kevin Harvick coming in second place. Clint Boyer showing up in ninth. And then uh, Kurt Busch finishing in seventh. Which he, Kurt Busch was my unlikely but likely winner. I was expecting him to actually do pretty good during that race. And I, I do I, I do believe it was based. What gave me the idea was Clint Boyer's already won. Harvick's already won those uh, multiple races. And I, I believe that Kurt Busch is going to be looking for another vic- looking for a victory to show that he deserves a place at Stuart Haas. And uh, he, he sort of opened my eyes to make me think, wow, I was really right about that. Because, I mean, he went in there. first. I believe the first practice in Texas, he turned around and was the number one, uh, came in first in the, in the practice. And then they went and done the uh, qualifying. And, of course, he landed the uh, first spot in qualifying. And... Uh, then, of course, when it got around to stage two, Kurt Busch was leading that whole race. Looked really decent uh, out there. Uh, then, of course, Kyle Busch came up and took the place right before the ending uh, to take that stage two victory. But Kurt Busch looked really good out there. Uh, he had, a, uh, I think, maybe an issue or so. But, you know, not too bad of a finish uh, coming in seventh place. Uh, but... Yeah, Daryl Wallace. I would also like to give Daryl Wallace Jr. a shout out, finishing in the top ten. 
I do believe that's his second top ten of this year. I believe uh, the first one, of course, was in uh, Daytona. And then now coming in, a, a, another top ten uh, finish, finishing eighth place. I would like to give good props to that. And then another one of the young guys that was up there, William Byron, finished in, in his, I do believe that was his first top ten finish in a race. Uh, looked pretty good. A lot of the young drivers done really well because right after the 10th place, we got Chase Elliott finished in 11th, uh, Trevor Bain in 12th, then we got Ty Dillon in 13th, and Michael McDowell, good showing today, finished in, uh, or yesterday, uh, finished in 14th, and then we got Clint, uh, Chris Buescher, and then Matt Benedetto. Of course, uh, of course, some of the big dogs already was knocked out of this race, uh, which tends to kindly put up some of the other drivers to go up a little bit closer into the runnings of stuff like this. But other than that, it doesn't really matter because they made it through the race, and we still got to give props uh, to a lot of these, especially young people out there that had done really good in Texas. So what do we have coming up? Oh, man, Bristol. Bristol, nothing nothing like after having a pretty good race in, at the Texas Motor Speedway to actually going to one of my favorite tracks, which is Bristol. And I really love Bristol because it's just so action-driven. And, and I really do believe since they went to the stage racing that when those stages come in, Bristol becomes a really scary place to be in when you've got those people fighting for those playoff points and stuff like that. So we got Bristol coming up. Let's let's go ahead and tap into the standings right now and see how everybody's doing uh, for the year. Of course, we got Kyle Busch rolling in at number one, uh, which, you know, he's been just dominantly consistent. And then that Texas Motor Speedway win just sort of bumped him up in there. And then another person who's been consistent but hasn't got a yet a victory has been, of course, them boys from uh, Team Penske, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney. Both of them are doing really excellent. And then we got Brad Keselowski at number seven. But I'm telling you, Joey and Blaney are looking really great. Uh, I expect a victory out of one of those coming up. Uh, so then we got Kevin Harvick, who's coming in at fourth in the point standings, uh, which, you know, if you go back and you look at that play, that one race that he had won and then he got those points taken away from him, that sort of hurt him. And then he had that one race where he got knocked out. And that, of course, hurts him in points. But, I mean, he's doing excellent. I mean, he's got, you know, 10 top fives and, uh, you know, and then, of course, three victories and only seven starts. I mean, that's insanity. Uh, so, yeah, Kevin Harvick's doing really excellent. He just had a couple of issues that cost him problems. Uh, the, the same for all of the boys that's uh, over there at uh, Stuart Haas Racing where we got Kevin Harvick, like I said, in fourth. And then we got Clint Boyer coming in at uh, sixth place. Kurt Busch at 8th, and then Eric Amarillo at 12th. That's excellent news for Stuart Haas Racing. Martin Truex yesterday, of course, uh, at Texas Motor Speedway, he went and uh, had that incident where he blew a tire and stuff like that, which caused him to get knocked out of the race, which, you know, he was second place coming into uh, Texas with the uh, standings, and, of course, that did not finish. It really hurt him on the points, dropping him all the way from second to fifth. Uh but that, that just goes to show you how much one race can actually hurt you, even if you're a consistent driver such as Martin Truex. But when you got other consistent drivers, such as, you know, even Kyle Busch last week was ranked first in standings, and he had yet to still have a win, even though Martin had already had a victory, and also Harvick had already had three. 
So yes, uh, consistency is being paid for more. I think consistency is being paid for honestly more than wins are. You know, because you got Joey up there, we we got Ryan Blaney, of course, like I said, in the second and third place position, and these guys haven't won a race, but they are driving really good, really consistent. Uh, another uh, thing to look at is Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson's rolling in at 10th place in the standings, and he's honestly not done, uh, in my opinion, spectacular. Not nearly as good as he's got potential to do. So I got to say that's it's looking good for Kyle Larson. If that team picks it up, they're gonna be he's gonna be really a force to be reckoned with. And then we got another person who, who in my opinion, is doing really well. Uh, being his second year into race uh, into the you know Monster Energy series, uh, Eric Jones he's finishing he's showing up in eleventh place for the standings, and I do believe Eric's got way way more potential than what he's showing, and and of course Bristol could be one of those tracks where he comes in there and dominates or at least does really well. I mean, uh, I believe it was last year when Kyle Busch won uh, Bristol that Eric Jones was really sh showing dominance out there and leading a bunch of laps and stuff like that. And it was actually a really close race, uh, and then Kyle Busch stole the show. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, everything went in, in the standings. Nothing really sp uh, sticks out to me as being uh, crazy. And I hate to do the, the one thing that I've been doing recently, but it's the most consistent thing that I think needs to be addressed. Jimmy Johnson. I don't know what is up with them. I was expecting that. I was, ex I mean, in Johnson's defense, he was involved in that seven car crash uh, at Texas. But, you know, I mean, dude, this is just becoming consistent with uh, Jimmy this year. And something really needs to change with that group because Johnson right now is ranked 21st in standings. I mean, you've got the rookies, Daryl Wallace Jr., ahead of him, you've got William Byron ahead of him. Uh, you got Paul Menards ahead of him. I mean, you've got so many people who are ahead, and I don't know if there's something wrong. They're not getting these cars right, or Jimmy's not just feeling it. I don't know what's going on with Johnson, but he's not looking great. And uh, I do believe something needs to change. I thought Texas was going to be a real big attempt. You know, him coming in there with six out of the last ten race wins uh, that's been raced at uh, Texas, I pretty much was like, I knew he probably wouldn't win that race just because of the past, you know, way he's been driving lately. But I still felt like he was going to be a very big contender. And he wasn't doing awful. He was staying roughly in the top 10 for the most part, which was going to be a good showing. Then he just got involved in that uh, big car crash. Uh, which hurt him. But anyway, so anyway, Sunday's coming up, uh, and we will be in Bristol, Bristol Motor, Motor Speedway. Um, of course, uh, I always like to really talk about, you know, the last few races and stuff like that over who's won uh, Bristol races or whatever track we're getting ready to head on to. <clears throat> One of the people that spots out to me, I guess going into Bristol, would have to be, of course, Kyle Busch again. Kyle Busch has got this dominance this year. He is doing great with second and third place uh, finishes and then finally wrapping up that victory at Texas. Kyle Busch is a monster at Bristol Motor Speedway. 
uh, rolling in with, I believe it's almost about six wins in the Monster Energy series. And then when we go into the Xfinity series, I'm telling you, he is a beast. I'm not even counting those in there because there's he's just dominant. And then even the truck series. I mean, he is pretty good when it comes to Bristol Motor Speedway. So that's going to be somebody who's really the person to watch coming in here. He's already got that momentum going. Uh, you know, one of the most, uh, the one before that was Jimmy Johnson. Then we got Kevin Harvick, you know. Uh, those, of course, uh, I do believe Harvick's only really won uh, Bristol one time, and so was Jimmy Johnson. Uh, now I'm, I'm going to say, I believe Harvick is probably definitely, uh, someone to watch, but I do believe coming into Bristol, uh, we got Logano coming in there with, uh, two Bristol victories. And then of course, uh, Koloski's got a couple of victories at, uh, Bristol. And I would have to say, in my opinion, coming up this Sunday, if, if it's not Kyle Busch coming out with that win, I'm going to go with those, uh, Penske boys and probably say someone like Joey Logano is probably going to win. But I will say, you know, going in there, we got, like I said, you got that Joey Logano. You got Brad Keselowski. Uh, Ryan Blaney's looking good. Is Blaney going to be able to pull out that victory? Uh, I would say definitely, in my opinion, Team Penske probably has the advantage of who will probably come out with a victory there. But then I always retort back to history, and I say, you know, Kyle Busch is a beast going into Bristol. He has two uh, sweeps of Bristol. That's where he won the truck race, the Xfinity race, and the Monster Energy Cup race all in the same weekend. Uh, and he has two of those. And it's never been done once before that. So, yes, Kyle Busch is a beast. And I would have to say anybody who puts anyone above Kyle Busch going into this race is absolutely ludicrous because he has to be the favorite. But with that, I said also the next favorite, in my opinion, would have to be uh, those guys from Team Penske. Uh, of course, Kevin Harvick rolling in there. If he has a car like he's had recently, he's going to be definitely a force to be reckoned with. And Stuart Haas is going to be, uh, I do believe, is going to be uh, important because we also have you know, a couple of Kurt Busch wins there at Bristol Motor Speedway. So, I'm going to go ahead and wrap that, uh, wrap this whole podcast up. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you all, uh, if you all have any opinions or disagree with my opinions, feel free to leave comments or anything like that so I can hear what you all have to say. But I'm happy to be headed into Bristol. Like I said, it's one of my favorite tracks uh, this Sunday. And I look forward to seeing what's going to go on there. So anyway, I will see you guys again. Maybe later in the week I might do a pre-podcast or something like that before the race. Or I might not do it. Just be watching out. And don't forget to go to damracing.com where you can see all my stats and everything that I write. All my articles and stuff about NASCAR and stuff like that. I try to keep it simple and clean so it's easy to find everything like that. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I want to thank every one of y'all for listening to me. I'll check y'all out next week. I'm <laughs> sorry.